You're listening to the Fit Mind, Fit Body podcast, where we explore the connection between a fit body and positive mental health. And our big mission, it's to help 10,000 runners to develop fitter minds in the next two years. I'm your host, Michelle Frost. Let's get moving. Welcome to this episode of the Fit Mind Fit Body Podcast, where Sarah Menzies shares her love of running. In fact, Sarah loves her running so much that that is all the motivation she needs to head out the door. Enjoy. Today on Fit Mind Fit Body, I am delighted to introduce you all to Sarah Menzies. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you. We are sitting in Sarah's living room which is actually a really nice living room. And I know you haven't had this place for very long. No, about 12 months. Oh, wow. Yeah. And is this the first house that you've... Together, yeah. Yeah, that's exciting. Wow. And there's two puppies out the back and everything. So this is... I'm trying to set the scene because it's quite unusual. Normally it's me in my office and the person I'm talking to, you know, in a closet somewhere, wherever they are on the other side of the world or, you know, in their own home but we're not often sitting together. So this is really fun for me to come and do it here. Face to face. It is. It's fun. So let's start with, Sarah, where did you grow up? Okay. Well, I've always been Tassie. Yep. Um, Grew up in Westborough. Yep. And lived there until about 18 months ago. Wow. That's a, like, how old are you now? Um, 37. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Mind you, you only look about 27, so that's, <laughs> that's amazing. So you lived in Westbury all of that time. So yep. you grew up in Westbury yep. and you lived there. So you went to school in Westbury, the primary yeah. school there? Yeah, primary school at Westbury. Yeah. And then on to Deloraine High School. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then did you come into town too? Uh, did a year that. 11 yep. in Launceston yep. and then and finished then school. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have siblings? Yes, I've got one younger sister. And at school, you're very sporty because we know you're pretty sporty now. Um, I always enjoyed it, but I only ever did sports at school. Yes. There was no out-of-school sports. Yeah, so it was just what you... Just what we did at yeah. school. What, so, what about your family? Were they kind of sporty people? Um, yeah. My mother walks a lot, mm-hmm. and so that's always been encouraged to keep moving and... Yeah. Like, so an active childhood, but yeah, just didn't do the sports. Yeah, not the sort of organised sort of stuff. Yeah, not the organised sports. So can you remember what it was like as a kid when it came to that moving? You know how, you know, we often look at kids as an adult, it kind of feels a bit hard to look look back, but did you enjoy that, you know, just the moving sort of element? You did say you enjoyed the sport at school. yeah. So I've like I've always been an outdoor, mm. active, energetic person yeah. who like anything I could find to do outside I would yeah and keep moving yeah. So when you did running at school yep, what did you think about it? That was pretty much the highlight of the year. Oh really? Yeah. Well, it's funny that you didn't like go. Hey, I'm gonna take on some running. You know, uh, when I was at school. I used to, because I was quite good at running at school, 
And, but I didn't run, you know, any other time really, except leading up to I knew that the carnival was coming or yep. the cross country and then I would do, you know, two or three weeks of training, think I was an Olympian and then... <laughs> I'd, I'd do laps around the house. So, so you did do, like yeah. it was in your head, oh, running's coming yeah. up and I like so, it. So, I so I'd do, do laps around the house. Yeah? But yeah. Oh, wow, that's, that's fascinating. <laughs> Isn't it? It's funny how our heads look when, when we look back at how how we process stuff as a yep. kid and, and what was good. So, all right, you get to the end of school. What did you go on and do? What work did you do? Um, I worked in the local supermarket out at Westbury. Yep. Um, so that involved a lot of time on the feet. And yeah. so it was always a moving around kind of job anyway. Yep. Keeping pretty busy. Yeah, kept yeah. busy by moving as well. And, and when I started, I didn't have a licence yet, so it was walking to work, yep. walking home. Yeah. Yeah. As well. Um, how long did you do that for? Um, 17 years. Wow, really? Yeah. So you were a checkout chick for 17 years? Yeah. Went, wow. It wasn't so much checkout. It kind of involved everything but the checkout. Isn't that terrible yeah. that we think that I was a checkout chick for a while? Yeah. <laughs> so, I used to think, actually enjoyed that part. You know, the yep. it, it wasn't quite as advanced as it is now. When I was the checkout chick, there wasn't the beeping thing going yep. on. Yep. It was all on paper. Well, not quite that far back. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> we must have typed the numbers oh. in. I, yeah, that's like really funny. Like when power had gone think... out, sometimes we'd still have to do it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So what, what were your roles in the supermarket? Um, pretty much everything. Yeah. Because they'd been there so long. Yeah. It was pretty much for the I could ordering. Do, I could pretty much do anything yeah, that was required. Stuff yeah. Yeah. So why did you leave? I needed a change. Yeah. Um, it just got too much for me. Yeah. Um, it was my whole life. Yeah. So I needed to. Need to break out. I needed to break out, and wow. yeah. Because yeah. Just think, you know, you think about um, the lives that we have and yours was so much um, evolved around Westbury. Yep. Because the supermarket's such a, an important element for everybody's life. Yes. You would have known everything, Every... probably still do, yep. <laughs> about everybody in Westbury. Yeah. Would I be right? <laughs> yeah. So like the hairdresser. My, my life was pretty much Westbury and that's it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So how did it change? What, did, what, what went through your head to go, I think um, I need to explore some other parts i think the big thing was they were moving mm -hmm. to a bigger store yeah um and i'd already got to the stage where this is pretty much my limit yeah. i can't do any more days any more hours yeah. it pretty much ruled my life so yeah. i needed to make the cut what did you do um yeah, so the last day of that they, so I finished there the last day of their old premises. Wow. With no job to go to. Go you, that's so brave. That it really is. Yeah. You think about it, like if that's all you've known as an adult as yep. well, like that's a really brave move. Yeah. Mm. And? That was a big step. <laughs> what, did, what happened? So um, so hanging on. <laughs> spent about... A week, I think within a week I had another job. Oh, wow. Yeah. What sort of job? 
So it was started off as a factory worker, as a freeze dry in a freeze dry food factory. So here in Launceston, or um, no, out. that was out at Red Hills, just past yeah. Deloraine. Yeah. So I started off there, um, still there now, but moved into warehousing okay. rather than the actual factory working. So that it's a lot of it's it's a food yep. to me like what you're doing is um you know helping move food around the stuff that we don't see yep that us consumers um you're part of some of the mechanics of moving the yep. food from wherever it comes from to storage then into the supermarket where yep. we eventually get it and yeah. put it in our kitchens i assume yep. wow and are you enjoying what you're doing now i am yeah so again it's a lot of physical and on feet yep. time but yeah and how do you have to work? Is it like, I know it's full time, but are they long hours shift work? Um, so it was, it's Monday to Friday. So yeah. I actually get my weekends back again. Nice. So um, about seven o'clock in the morning to about half past three. Okay. So was telling me that the other day and I was thinking that's pretty early there for two years. Yeah. <laughs> but I suppose it's nice to then you've got your afternoon, especially at yeah. this time of year because it's summer here at the moment yeah. when we're talking. Wow. So how long have you been there for? So I've been there for just over two years. Okay. Yeah, two and a half years. Wow. Yeah. That's fascinating, I think. I, yeah. How many people work in where you are now in Launceston? Um, yeah, I think it's uh, where I, the premises I'm on, I think we've got about 15-ish staff. Okay. But a couple of other sites up and running now with yeah. the business. So yeah. yeah. Oh wow. So it's it's expanded, it's expanding. even in the two it's years that you've yeah. yeah yeah yeah. That's cool to be part of something that's growing. Yeah. Although even I sounded like the supermarket that you left has yeah. also grown. So it's also yeah. expanded. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's scoot back a little bit. Tell me how did how did running come into your life? Um. Well, like I said, I've always enjoyed... That was my highlight at school. Yeah. Just, yeah, I've never been an academic mm-hmm. person, so the running was something, something I enjoyed. enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I probably started... I started seeing a few people out around the streets running. Yeah. I thought, oh, I used to enjoy doing this at school. Yeah. So... I'd just start doing just a couple of laps around the house again and <laughs> then I'd go out of a night. When no one back, could see you? The back streets where no one would see me. Because everybody know who's you, knows yes. who you are, even now, I would yep. think, in Westbrook. Yeah, because, yeah, very <laughs> self-conscious about it. Yeah. Didn't want anyone seeing me. Wow. And then when people started working out that I was, I'd still continue doing the same route. Yeah. So that... I didn't venture anywhere or onto main roads. Oh, it was wow. always back streets. How old were you then? Um, I would have probably been 20. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so you were doing it because... Well, I don't want to put words into your mouth, but... So you had the supermarket work. Yep. Um, living in the same place, basically, that you'd been in for, for all of your yep. life. And you just wanted to have something else in your life. Is that what um, the running? Do you think? I think helped. It was a de-stress. Yep. From work. Yep. So I'd get home from work and I'd go out for a run. Yeah. And it would just clear the head. Yeah. And then I'd be right to. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, that's pretty good. Like, at 22, to recognise that it's something that helps you relax, yeah. you know, or, or to de-stress, as you said, is a pretty amazing thing to think of as at 20. Like, a lot yeah. of people at 20 are going and whether they're, I don't want to say doing drugs, but often yeah. drinking alcohol and to de-stress because their yeah. lives are stressful. Yep. Um, and that's how they do it. So it's pretty awesome that you, cho- like in my opinion, sound like a mum here, that you chose um, running, yeah. I think, and f- for that reason. Yeah. And it got so much part of my life that mm. I'd nearly do it daily. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you're in, you're in your 20s. You're pretty much, by the you know, after a couple of years, as you said, you're starting to run. Yep. Pretty much all the time. Yeah. Did you start entering events and things like that? How did um, that go? I think the first event I did was the Launceston Ten. Yes. Yeah, and I think that was. I did. I did take notes. Oh, good job. <laughs> um, that was back in two thousand and ten. Oh, wow. Was my Launceston Ten first Launceston Ten? That was my first event. Almost thirteen years ago. Yeah. Am I, am I adding up right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was my, I don't, I think I'd only ever just done 10 kilometres before then. Oh, wow. Yeah. So what made you think to sign up to an event? Because that's uh, a big step. For it is. Mm. Um, it's something I've always, I think I always growing up and through high school always thought, oh, one day I'll do the Bernie 10. Yeah. Because that was pretty much the 10K in Tassie. Mm -hmm. Like, the one that I always thought. And then when Launceston bought in one, it's like, well, I don't have to go to Bernie to do this 10K. I can just go to Launceston and do it. Absolutely. And so can you remember what it was like to be in that first event with all these people? Because had you been running mostly by yourself up until that point? Yeah, it always been on my own. So... Starting at the start line and, yeah. you know, hundreds of people. Yeah, it was very daunting. Yeah, I imagine. But, yeah, because I was in my own space and running, I could just mm. clear the head and I just went out and it was just like a normal run. Yeah. Yeah, oh, wow. no pressure on for yeah. anything, so, yeah. So you enjoy, you really enjoyed that yeah. first, you know, big event? Yeah. And you were And continued to go anything. back and mm. do it. Year nice. after year yeah. after year. Pretty much. So how do you think people see you in Westbury? Um, yeah, I don't... I haven't really thought of that. Yeah. Do they... Would they think... Um, oh, Sarah, she worked in the supermarket for a long time and... Runner. Yeah. Yeah. So, that, so, Prob- so probably, probably, yeah. They identify yeah. you like that. They probably identify me as... Sarah from the supermarket and, yeah. And we see silly running around the street sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. So eventually you started running with other people. How did that look? How did that happen? Um, I I think I ended up having some Sundays off work. Okay. So I just went on to, like, Facebook was the best way to try and find groups. And I'd seen... I think this was before, just before the first Launceston Marathon okay. that yeah. Train yeah. organised. Yeah. They had some training runs on a Sunday mm-hmm. morning. So I did a couple of training runs with that. Excellent. Um, then that finished after the event. Did you, did you know anyone? No. And so, again, that's a very brave move. Like having, we all have started something and been 
you know, stepped, or most of us have stepped into a group that we, where we didn't know anyone. And, yep. and it's always awkward initially and it yeah. takes a little while. And, but to keep going back and keep going back, you know, for yep. training sessions and things does take quite a bit of, yeah. you know, this is something I really want to do kind of stuff. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, so once that event finished, mm-hmm. well, their training for that mm-hmm. did as well. Then I think it was a couple of months later and I'd started researching and found out that the Monsister Body Buddies did a uh-huh. Sunday run. Yeah. So that was very early on in thinking their Sunday runs. Did you do the marathon? You said you were doing the training for when Old Train started the marathon. Yeah, I think I did the half. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty cool though. Like, yeah. That's awesome. That's a big step. Yeah, so uh-huh. I did... Yeah, started running with the Launceston Running Buddies on a Sunday. Oh, and when was that? Do you remember? Yeah, don't. A really long time ago. <laughs> I, I can't help you with that, I'm sorry. Quite a long time ago. I didn't do ago. that much research. No, no, I was just wondering how, yeah. Because yeah. the Buddies has been around in oh, some form or another yeah. since I was in my, well, late 20s. Yeah. Um, maybe early 30s, which was a really long time ago. Um. It, but it wasn't always called that. And then, yep. Yeah. So I was just trying to work out how long that would have been. It's probably been, what, 10 years or something like that? or Yeah, I think it has. Eight, 10 years. Yeah. Mm. With yeah. someone. You, yeah. Yeah. And so how did you find that then all these people that you were seeing at least once a week, how did that affect your running? Um, I, th- I think I'd been doing a couple of park runs as mm-hmm. well. Okay. So You're before that people? I met a few mm-hmm. people. Somebody told me about park run, so I think I did the uh, Launceston park run pretty early on in when they... Okay. Yeah, so I think it was in the first half a dozen or so. Oh, brilliant. I was there and yeah. did a park run there. And so you got to meet... So I met a few people, people, yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like it, it seems like running just became this other, as you said before, kind of took over your life a bit, as in... You know, you had your work and then you had your running and that was pretty much, that's yeah. pretty much and it life. was how I could uh, mm. separate the two as well mm. and not bring work home. Mm. Like it was pretty much finish work, go for a run, clear the head, forget about work till I go back. Yeah. Did did you have a house in Westbury? Yeah. You, you bought so, a house in Westbury when um, you were supermarketing? Yeah, so <laughs> I bought a block of land. Yeah. I think I think I bought a block of land about around my eighteenth birthday. Wow. I think I had the house built about my 21st. That's awesome, Sarah. Yeah. Obviously, you have a lot of um, get up and go, as you said, energy before. Um, Because, you know, I've got a 28-year-old who bought a block of land and built a house um, by herself. Yep. um, When she was 26, 27. Yep. So, and, and I look at that and go, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine it. You know, just all the things you have to juggle and manage and especially yep. when you're doing it. Anyway, it just looks like amazing. Yeah. So, well so I think with that as well, that's how work took a lot of my life as mm. well. To It was like, oh, there's an extra bit here. Do this. This will pay for this part of the house. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. so. Right. Very sensible of you. Yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> but very uh, all-consuming. yeah. Yeah, so yeah. being able to go for runs, I suppose, yeah. helped with that. It did. And I think that's when running really did take over when I did move out of home. Okay. So, I'll, like, instead of having to be home for dinner at a certain time, yeah. 
I could go home, I could eat whatever I wanted. I yeah. didn't have you so much. sort of other people's yeah, routine. Yeah, mm. yeah. I didn't have to kind of worry about the parents there yeah. and I want to go for a run instead of eat dinner. Yeah. Like, So they must be very proud of you and all that you've achieved. Yeah. It's just amazing, really. And what about your sister? Is she also a sporty kind of person or has she um, taken different paths? She still, like, she does a lot of, she still goes out and walks mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, yeah, slightly different path line mm-hmm. than I have. She yeah. was more the academic yep. person. So yeah. she went off and went to uni and yep. became a school teacher. But oh, there you go. Yeah. Huh. But she probably looks at her big sister and goes, wow, I wish I could run like that. <laughs> so you've, you've done all this, um, made lots of friends in, yep. the, in the running community and you've started doing lots of events, yep. you know, way back then. Yeah. You've since done like, I don't know, I feel like you guys are doing events every week. And <laughs> sometimes it does feel like it's that, like, but we still. keep on saying we're going to cut back, but then something comes up, oh, we'd really like to do this one, or, <laughs> yeah. So, so it kind of did take over your life, in a, in a, way, yeah. in a positive way, yeah. obviously. Um, did you find that when you started coming into town and running with the buddies, for example, that it sort of changed at all for you when you weren't only running by yourself all the time? It, Was there a positive it has changed, that? yeah, a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I've probably taken a lot more pressure off. Yeah. Um, and more casual. Okay. Instead of, I always, always, I used to start off with a stopwatch at the front door. Wow. Um, press the stopwatch when I start, did the same route and press it when I finish and wow. it was always a real time Wow. Yeah, get it as quick as possible. But now it's just go out and enjoy it. Oh, that's all. That, I like the yeah. sound of that, the enjoying bit. Yeah. But I think we all, well, many of us, especially if we've got any kind of competitive edge to you, yep. have a period in yep. our running where it's all about the time. And yes. Can we make, can we get faster? Yep. Can we blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But that does create its own pressure, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. And injuries. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So have you had many injuries? Um, I was very lucky early on, and then probably four or five years ago, started with an injury and, yeah, kind of nearly once a year end up okay. with an injury something pretty little, much just after yeah. summer or something yeah. like that. Something a bit niggly. Yeah. Just kicks in. So just mm. got to try and manage and... Uh-huh. And be sensible. Be sensible. Yes. How which hard is, is hard. that? <laughs> It is really hard. Has <laughs> it been a period where you've thought, oh, I'm kind of over this running now? Or have you always had this desire as an adult? I've always really enjoyed it. I mm. think with the variety now, mm. because I do a lot of trail as well now, yeah. instead of just straight road, the yeah. trail, it's you see so much more on the trail. So how did you get into trail? Um, I think just hearing about different trail events. So I think I did one of the Tassie Trail Fests, I think the last one they had at Derby. Mm -hmm. So I did one of the events out there. And I think that year or something, I think Old Train did a trail series through the summer. Yeah. So, and just you hear about different trail events now. Like you never, it always used to be pretty much road runs that you'd hear about. Yeah. But yeah. So, do you feel like the events 
have dictated the kind of running that you do? Or do you, because some people will just go for a run on the trail yep. like, and they don't necessarily uh, link it to a, uh, like it being an event like or to a future event. You know, they don't just yep. go, do you know what I mean? So they do all of their training or a lot of their training on trails just because that's, I suppose maybe they live near trails yeah. or whatever or they prefer trail running yep. to road running or whatever. How, no, did, how like does your to, training look? I like to mix it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose a lot of our running is on the road mm-hmm. because it's easier to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, but in saying that, we did a holiday about 18 months ago yeah. and it was pretty much um, down south of Tassie and we did a trail run nearly every day. Oh, wow. So... And did you love that? Loved that. <laughs> and, yeah... So you keep saying, the other interesting thing that people who don't know you, who listen to this, may not know, um, well, won't know, is that you keep saying we. Yes. Now, your lovely partner, Kane, how did you meet Kane? Um, that was actually through the Lodge System Ruddy Buddies. Ah. Yeah. I have heard that maybe you were like the first couple that's been matched up on. <laughs> On sister and running buddies. I don't know if that's true or not, or at least in recent history. So I think we've both got different stories. Yeah. Um, he saw me at one of the running events. Yes. Um, him be, just started running at the back, me at the front, so yeah. I didn't see him or... Um, but the long sister running buddies also do bikes. Yes. So do. he turned up on one of the bike rides, which is mm-hmm. a lot smaller event. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I... I met him at one of the bike ah. events. Yeah. And how many years ago? Um, how many years have you guys about been together? Two years. Okay. Yeah, so not that long. No. Obviously got on very well because yeah. now you're here in a house together and doing all yeah. the the running um, and partner thing, yeah. <laughs> which is really cool. Yeah. Um, what's it been like to go from, well, what I assume was, you know, you're running... Um, without necessarily a partner around all the yep. time or as you said before your parents you don't you know you're yeah I assume single I shouldn't say that um and now there's two of you but you both enjoy the same you know sport yeah is that how's that been to go from that one thing to it's another it's been really nice to mm-hmm. enjoy it with someone else mm-hmm. um I think the only downside is when one of us end up injured it oh, makes it really hard yes. for Probably both of us. Yeah. The person who's still running and the yeah. one that's injured. Yeah. Um, but no, we seem to be able to balance balance it, it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are you both competitive? In our own ways, yeah. With each other? Uh, try not to be, but yeah. I think there is still that little bit of yeah. competitiveness. Yeah. There. We have a story just a from Simon and I, he doesn't run with the running club at all, really, if he yep. can avoid it. But we did, the, he has done the half marathon a couple of times. Yep. And there was, he was handicapped. Um, he hadn't been running all that well, I think. So he's handicapped. He, he left before me anyway. He had five minutes on me. So he thought he had it over me. And he was told, coming into Scottsdale by somebody on the side of the road, uh, Michelle's not far behind you. And he didn't believe them. And he was just turning into the because he had five minutes on me, and I passed him on the line. So it actually works. You can stay together married and still yep. be quite competitive with each other. 
he is actually faster than me. With if we have the same amount of training, I guess that's a bloke yep. woman thing. But yeah. Anyway, that's kind of a yeah, fun I story. I keep on now, saying that Kane's quicker than me, but he doesn't quite believe that. But you are get, pretty quick. We get to an event, and yeah, he. If, yeah. Switch it on. Yeah. <laughs> so, t- what's one of your favourite events that you've done? Done so many. I know. Choose one. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> um, I'd say some of the trail ones, yeah. actually. Yeah. Um, I've always really enjoyed Triple Top. Yeah. Um, but then a couple of years ago, we went over and did. Flinders Island, oh, of course. the running festival over there. and it's supposed to be amazing. Yeah, did the 27K over there and, yeah, thoroughly enjoyed that. So so was part of the reason you enjoy Flinders, do you think, also the people that you go with? Because that seems like quite a, that was a party a atmosphere. Big, <laughs> we did have a big group go over for yeah. that one and I had a pretty successful run over there as well. Yeah. So Yeah, that always helps, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. What do you think drives you to keep running? Probably the people. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So before the people, what was it then? What do you think motivated you to... I mean, I know you enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it, but it got to the stage I probably felt like I had to Mm. for the headspace I was in at the time. Yeah, so it was really helpful for you that way. Did you find that your mind was... um, were you processing the things that had gone on through the day or were you just letting go and just giving Probably your just brain some space? Probably just letting go. Letting go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Do you find it's useful for you like now as well when you, you know, when things are going on in your life because we all have stuff um, yep. for dealing with stuff as well now? Yeah, in, it does. In the same sort yeah. of way? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't find I need it as much yeah. these days as that's I good. used to. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Um, so your training, you said you mix it up a bit yep. now, um, and I assume that also means you're not always running by yourself. I know that you're not always <laughs> running by yourself. So when I not kind of I was gonna say <laughs> no people. We've actually yeah, we need to probably do more by ourselves. Yep. Because with you, when you've got your partner that runs mm-hmm. as well, you tend to do a lot of runs together. Yeah. And we're not doing our own. Yeah. So we've always got someone where we're not doing our own thing. Yeah, so, so if you had some particular kind of training you wanted to do with paces. Because different paces, and, yeah. and mm. each day mm. our pace, like one day I could be quicker mm. or the other day, yeah. Mm. So you're mostly training with Kane yep. and or, you know, with the buddies or yeah. with the group stuff you've got yeah. going on and you're not doing anything by yourself at the moment. No, I just started doing a bit more okay. by ourselves. And what time of the day do you like to train? I don't... It doesn't bother me mm. too much. Okay. Um, of a night, I use it to clear the head, yep. but I can get through a work day better if I do a run in the yep. morning. Which means really early start if I you have to be going <laughs> Seven in the morning. <laughs> yeah, because I've got a bit of a travel to work as yeah. well. Yeah. That means morning runs are extremely early. Yeah, so. that would be extra. Do you do that much? Do you do like a... Normally the morning runs at the moment are only if they are group runs. Okay. 
yeah, yeah. a couple of group run mornings and then mm. I've spoken to a couple of people I think Debbie Porner, for for example, some people in Launceston will know who who Debbie is. She's like a five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Every, whenever she runs, you know, four or five times a week or whatever it is, um, it's very early. Yeah. She's Because that's what she's you know, like, trained like herself I'd to like do. Like I'd like to do that, mm. but then it's training myself to go to mm. bed earlier. Yeah. And there's, yeah. There's lots of other things have to happen. Yes. Um, I know we talked about motivation before, but do you find that you having an event to, you know do you, do you always have an event to aim for or is it mostly I don't or? always have an event mm-hmm. but it does help mm-hmm. to especially to if I've got a longer event mm-hmm. happening yeah to instead of just going oh, I'll just go for a 5k run I'll push it to mm-hmm. do 10 15 kilometers yeah yeah and um I was going to ask you a question about, uh, <coughs> excuse me, how about the furthest you've run? Um, furthest I've run would be a trail event, mm-hmm. and that would be 68 kilometres. Oh, wow. So that was the Kinyani mountain run last year. Uh-huh. So, that one. Yeah. <laughs> that we may or may not do this year, <laughs> depending so, on how life happens. So I um, signed up for that. Needing first run that I'd done that we actually needed qualifiers for. Oh, wow. So I signed up for it. We had time to get the qualifiers, so that was oh, fine. That's good. The qualifiers, we'd not even done an ultra prior to that. Oh, wow. So, so it, what was going through your head? I think it's a very hard run from looking at the, the terrain. <laughs> it's like up and down and up and down. I think what th- went through my head is... I don't want to miss out. Kane decided he wanted to do it. Ah. It's like, well, if you're doing it, I'm going down to going down to support you yeah. or running it. So I might as well run the event as well. So <laughs> sign me up as well. So wow. went from there. And so, so last, what kind of qualifier? What do they look like as a qualifier? What is um, that? I think for that one, we had to do a fifty kilometer mm-hmm. with. 1500 meters of elevation yeah in i think Ooh. we had about 10 hours to do that one in what did you so you so found I, an event that that had that uh, requirement <laughs> so the first i think christmas before last we decided i oh, will try uh green's beach the mm-hmm. trail run out there yeah. but that didn't have enough elevation i was gonna say that does not that had no elevation so we just thought Use that as a bit of trading mm-hmm. time on feet. Yeah. So that would be the furthest we ran. So yeah. we'd do that one. Mm-hmm. And then started mapping out where we could actually run. So we ended up doing a run up at Cradle. Ah, oh, so you could you didn't have to do an organised event. No. You could do one that was tracked, I guess, on Strava yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So you could and say then we just had yeah. to send through. Oh, there you go. I didn't know that. Yeah. So you could do a trail or a road marathon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so you did cradle. Uh, is what you were saying. So we yeah we did park. part of the run there. Mm-hmm. I think we started at the visitor centre at cradle. Yeah. And went out the Arms River track. Oh okay. Yeah. So it had been planned. We left one car. Yeah. At one end. 
left one car at the other, stayed the night and yeah. Oh, that would have been so much fun. It was. I love the sound of that. Yeah. Giving me some thoughts. (laughs) Some things to do. (laughs) What an adventure. But book. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, um, accommodation... even though you're not staying overnight on the on overland the, track, ah. we pass too many huts. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then they get a bit... Uh. Yeah, so you still actually yeah. have to pay the overland. Is that only through summer or through the six months of... I think it's, the, yeah. And rather than sure. winter? Mm. I, th- I don't sure know. I'm not sure That's how it used to be, but yeah. I don't know if it is anymore. So that's yeah. warning as a so caveat. Yeah. Go re- research it first. <laughs> research it before actually doing we actually it. Only, we were thinking about taking some friends up to the walls of Jerusalem and, and found out you have to book for that too we now. We were going to do it a couple like, of weeks ago. And yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's also if you're staying only if you're staying overnight or... I think it's... Or any time. I think it's any time. Holy Even holy. if it's a day trip, you've really? got to book the day you go out. Mm. We used to just go there at the women. I've never been there yet. Oh, it's so. amazing. You should. It's so yeah. gorgeous. It was one of our Hopefully first dates. Hopefully in a dates. couple of weeks. <laughs> just a walk run up there and back down yeah. again. We had lunch, I think, at the top of the wall. Yeah, you should. It's amazing. Yeah, so really hopefully beautiful. in a couple mm. of weeks we can do that one. If there's space on the little calendar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what run would you be most proud of? Because I know we're talking to someone who's actually quite a credentialed runner, really. You've had quite a, some amazing achievements in your yeah. running career so yep. far. So what would you be most proud of? Um, it would probably actually be the Flinders Island one. Really? Yeah. So why? Tell us about it. Um, well, apart from I think I could have actually done it quicker than I actually yeah. did. Um, when I finished to find out, I was about 10 seconds off the record. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. I didn't so, that. Yeah, so I ended up winning that one wow. and only about 10 seconds off the, the record for the... And 27. 27. I was going to say, tell yeah. everyone how far so it is. So that one's 27. Yeah. So it changes each year. Yeah. They didn't actually run it last year, so I'll be interested to see what they when do. it comes back yeah. this year, which direction it goes. Yeah. Because they run it from one pub to another pub. Of course. And each year it swaps. Uh, which direction, direction. they go? Oh, okay. Yeah. And is one more downhill than the other? I think the oh. way we did it last, when I did it, it was supposed to be that I don't know if that was the easiest way. Yeah. 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 Wow. So you're going to go back? Go back. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> as long as it's up and running, they unfortunately didn't have the volunteers last year. Oh, so. that's so hard with events, especially in a place like Flinders where it's, you know, a bit remote. Yeah. I, so I assume I think, that's probably why. Yeah. Like, so oh, hopefully. Hopefully that works out. Yeah. Hmm. So Sarah, when do you think you first called yourself a runner? We've already established that probably everyone in West Creek calls you a runner. <laughs> but. Or do you? Do you even call yourself a runner? Some people I don't. don't I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I do call myself a runner now, but I don't know when that started. Oh, that's interesting. It, yeah, I don't reckon it would have been that long ago, actually. Maybe yeah. when I started running with groups. Yeah. And, yeah. That's funny, isn't it? How we see ourselves. Yeah. Because probably you would point to other people and call themselves a runner, and often we would do that before they would call themselves a runner. Yeah. Sometimes as well, like recognise it in others. Although, you know, it's purely an identity thing and, and it's up to us. Yeah, I always just never thought I was good enough to, yeah, yeah call myself yeah. a runner. And yet you'd probably say people that you know, you know, aren't never going to win any races. Yep. 
that aren't handicapped, As, yeah, <laughs> um, like me, uh, you would probably call them, you know. Yeah, a runner. A runner. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? Um, so when you are injured, and we touched on that before, how do you deal with that? Like, you know, the, now we've identified that, yes, you do call yourself a runner now anyway. So h- how do you deal with it when that bit's taken away, at least temporarily, from this is who you are? Um, I just try and find whatever I can mm-hmm. to keep moving. Yeah. So I've been lucky with the injuries I've had. I can normally still do bike riding. Yeah. So I can normally get out on the bike. Yeah, just keep moving. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think um, being somebody who moves and who loves to move, which is actually how you started our conversation, to be honest, isn't it? It So, you know, having that as as your overarching identity has been really good, is a really good place to be. Because then when you, if you can't run and if for some heaven forbid something happens and you can't run, yep. you'll always find something, something you can do, do that keeps keep you moving. moving. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love that. And and to stay healthy. Because yep. so often it's not an identity that people have. Yeah. At least that's what we seem to see looking at other people in our culture. Where, you know, they sit in front of the television or play their games or whatever. But it's very sedentary and everyone's trying to just be comfortable rather yep. than get a bit uncomfortable and, and move. Just my little rant is now over. <laughs> I do that too much. Um, what are you most looking forward to at the moment with your running? Um, probably just seeing where it leads to and what else comes my way. Yeah, not focusing so much on events, just... Okay. Yeah. Just enjoying. So h- just how long do you, do you think you'll run for? Hopefully I'll continue, like, yeah, mm-hmm. you see, I can't see myself stopping. Yeah. Yeah. Can you think of a time or a run in particular that just stands out in your head? Like if you think of my old time, so not, you know, necessarily when you were fastest yep. or you were any, just a time when you're out running where everything just seemed to be flowing and smooth and... Just an amazing run. Can you think of a run like that that you've had any time in your running? Doesn't have to be an event. Could just be training. Um, it probably actually was an event, mm-hmm. not this last year, but the year before at Cadbury. Oh the wow! Half. Yeah. What was it about that that just I flowed for you? I have no idea. Yeah. Um, I've always been one um, to take off. Yeah. And die halfway through. Yes. <laughs> um, Not leaving anything in the tank. <laughs> um, but that one just was able to keep on going and just, yeah. And it just felt like everything was... Easy. easy. Yeah, yeah. It felt easy. I love that. I had a marathon like that once. <laughs> once in Melbourne. <laughs> it was lovely. I've never actually done Cadbury because it's around my birthday often. Yep. And, so it's often and it's hot often and I'm like oh that just doesn't sound doesn't like do fun at all <laughs> how strange um so when you are running what sort of things do you thinking about are you I know you said before sometimes you're thinking and sometimes it's sort of blank um when it you're is thinking, mainly blank yeah um or it's what I've still got to do mm-hmm. or yeah do you spend a lot of time especially you mentioned before with trails like looking around you and thinking and yep. looking at where you are. Like being in yep. the moment, I suppose, yeah. if you want to say it like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, I don't have particular things I think about. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have stuff in your ears? No. Ah. Never ran with any music or anything. Oh, that's interesting. And you've never been, never wanted to? Like, that's just your... Yeah, I've just never tried it or done oh, it. That's so. interesting. Because a lot of people around you do. Like, yeah. I know, like a lot of people at Buddies. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so. me. <laughs> I tend to listen to books and things like that. While yeah, I'm no, I've never... Oh, that's interesting. It's, I think it's, it's probably a better way in many ways because it is, does mean that you have you are being present with your body and with the yep. environment and what's going on around you. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Um, how do you keep yourself motivated? I know we touched on it before, but on those days when it's like wet and windy and just and you're tired, do you make yourself go or do you give yourself a break and say, if I feel no. If I feel tired or mm. that my body's not up to it, yes, I don't go out. Mm. But normally I know that if I go out for a run, I will feel better for it. Yeah, yeah. So. Do you have any anything that you do, any tips for yourself, any hacks, you know, like preparing your clothes ahead of time or whatever, or just things that you do that mean there's less resistance to he- for you to head out the door? No, because it doesn't, yeah, I'm pretty motivated to just go out anyway, so. So we all want a bit of what you've got, Sarah, <laughs> to just get out the door and make sure yeah. that we get, we uh, we do do it. Because otherwise, there are times when it's like, well, and I'm sure you've seen people yeah. around you, even though you haven't had to experience it, <laughs> yeah. where it's like, I really don't feel like it today. And it's not because there's anything really wrong, you just don't yeah. feel like it. Yeah. yeah. I think it helps like enjoying anything that's being outdoors mm. as well. So it's just, we'll head out the door and, yeah, and just, I'm happy. Just jump in. Yep. Both feet. Um, a personal question. Do you have more than one pair of shoes on the go at a time? I do now. <laughs> I never used to. Neither did I. <laughs> you might have heard me say it on the podcast. Yeah, I, I never used to. I always used to be... A one, one pair. Yeah. Until they wear out, then a new pair. Yep. Yeah. Until I probably met Kane and yeah. he had all these different pairs and oh, wow. started saying, oh, if you're running daily, maybe you should rotate. alternate your <laughs> shoes. So, yeah. Wow. So now how many pairs do you have on the go? On the go, um, I think I've got about three pairs okay. and a couple of race shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you have, like, she's just erasing. They haven't got into yeah. that far yet. <laughs> like, I think I'm up to three pairs now. Um, they're, they're not the <laughs> real race shoes, but the faster yeah, yeah, shoes yeah, that just... I only wear when for you're... races. Yeah. Okay. And then a couple of pairs of trail. Wow, look at you. <laughs> Little grown-up runner stuff. <laughs> it's like, I've got no idea. What would be your favourite running gear? Do you have, like, favourite shorts, tops, glasses, hats? Is there anything that you're like, I've... I've, I occasionally I'm not sure run. I understand. Sorry, Siri's talking to us. I occasionally have gone for a run without my cap on, for example, and I'm like, oh, oh I feel naked now. Or <laughs> Doesn't feel like a run. <laughs> always got to wear a hat. It's funny, isn't it? Always got to wear a hat. Do you have like so? So the hat is pretty much yeah part of your kit always. Yep. Is there anything can't, else? That you can't just run like? in long pants or mm. long ties. So you always have to have shorts. Shorts. Ah, oh, there you go. All That's year round. 
Yeah, out yeah. there. Yeah, we live in Tassie, anyone who's listening. It's very cold in winter. <laughs> That's very brave. Yeah. You're one of these people who've always got brown legs then, not just in summer. Yes. Like many of us. <laughs> That's really cool. Um, a question that I ask everyone is, what do you think your life would be like had you not taken up running? What would you be missing in your life? I don't know. Um, I suppose now looking at it, a lot of our friends are running friends. Yeah. So yep. it's the social part of it as well. It's not so much just the running. You, you've got your social... Yeah, your whole network. Yeah. yeah. Um, not to mention your partner. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um yeah, I don't know. It's hard, isn't it? Because, you know, well, you, it's a decision you made. Yep. When you were first became an adult, really. Yeah. Like when you were like 20-odd, you yep. said. So yeah, that was so pretty much all your adult life. Yeah. If you think about it. It's a long time. I, it would be a lot different. Mm. My life would be a lot different. Yeah. That's interesting. But, yeah. Probably just headspace would be the big thing. Yeah. Mind you, being a... You established that even when you were a child, moving was an important element for yep. you. So you probably would have doing something else. Yeah. Even if, like, your mum, you're a walker or yep. whatever, you probably would still have been outside and exploring and camping yeah. and doing all the things that you love to do now. Yeah. I assume. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah. You made a good choice. <laughs> I think I have. Of course. <laughs> all right. Is there anything, or I'll ask you in a minute for some tips, but is there anything about running that we haven't talked about that you wanted to share before we talk about some tips? No, I don't think so. You've been pretty thorough? Yeah, you covered. Dipped into lots of running stuff yeah, for you? I Ex- think so. All right. Yeah. So, with that being said, Sarah, if someone came up to you and said, and I know that they have because... I'm aware of you being having a little bit of a coaching hat on sometimes with, you know, the buddies in your running group. So this is not an unusual question for you. Yep. But some, if someone came up to you and said, Sarah, I really want to run, where would you suggest they start? Um, to make sure you keep it enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Should it ever be a chore? Yeah. Because if it's going to be a chore, you're not going to stick at it. Yeah. And that's so, the important bit, isn't it? Like yeah. longevity to just stick you at it. You need to persistent. start off small mm-hmm. um, and, yeah, just make sure you enjoy it. And if there's a day that you don't want to go out, mm-hmm. don't because mm-hmm. you don't want to put pressure on yourself to... To make it too... Yeah. Unpleasant, as you said, like yeah. a chore. Yeah. Too often, anyway. Sometimes we have to be tough with ourselves, don't yeah. we? <laughs> most, yeah. Well, most of us. You don't because you're so motivated. But some of us <laughs> need a good kick up the butt sometimes. Like, just because it's raining doesn't mean you can't go out. Yeah. Because it's something you want. Yeah. That's that having that goal, isn't it? It is mm. having a goal. And yeah, maybe there is an event mm. in the pipeline that you can aim for mm-hmm. that keeps you motivated. Mm. It gets you to get out the door because yeah. who wants to be at the start line not ready? Yep. Not me. <laughs> it's not fun. All right, any other tips for no, beginner runners? I don't runners? think so. Yeah. Perfect. I think that just that getting out the door, isn't it? It's yep. just one step in front of the other. It's it such is. a simple exercise yeah. to do. 
And it doesn't matter how quick or slow mm. you are. Mm. It's just getting out there and getting moving to start with. Mm. Yeah. And it'll give your life a lot more yep. longevity, quite possibly. Yes. <laughs> All right, Sarah, thank you for inviting me into your home. And onto your really big couch. This has been amazing. Um, And I'm so happy that I've been able to share you with everyone because you are an inspiring little rocket. For those of you who don't know, Sarah is very fast and um, she impresses every time I've seen her running. She's um, quite an amazingly talented runner, even if she's too uh, humble to say that herself. So thank you for sharing some of your why you run and why you're still running with us. I really appreciate it. I know it's going to inspire some people. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the Fit Mind, Fit Body podcast. I'd love to talk to you about your running journey. So send me a message on Facebook or on the website and let's do it. For a bunch of resources on mindful running that will help you get and stay mentally and physically fit, head over to the website fitmindfitbody.co and I'll see you there. Plus, I'll be back here in your podcast player a few times a week. Hit subscribe now so that you don't miss an episode. And before you go, I'd really appreciate it if you'd leave a review. It'll help more people to find the podcast and get inspired to start running. I'll see you soon. Bye.